G'day and welcome to Turning Your Cruising Dreams into Reality Podcasts. I'm Jackie Parry and it's good to have your company. Today I've got a short story called Five Capital Experiences. Through our sailing years we've visited some amazing places and I'd just like to share a short story from each one of these capital cities we've been to. This episode is brought to you by Pantenius Yacht Insurance. Five capital experiences. San Juan, Puerto Rico. Our history lesson started at 5am. The drone of a twin-engine plane climbed to a crescendo of air-grabbing propellers and oxygen-sucking combustion engines. The reenactment of the Berlin airlift had begun. San Juan Bay Marina was a fascinating stop for a few months. Not just because of the rich, the poor and the colourful mingled around this historic part of the world, but because of the constant reminders of momentous events present at every turn. Next on our historical journey were the morning ablutions. Cold showers provided that Elizabethan background. Black soot in a fine layer had been spread over all surfaces, including the one mirror in the ladies, which the men had to sneak into if they wanted an accurate shave. Placing one's clothes on the peeling laminix of the basin shelf because they had thoughtfully omitted the tedium of hooks was another challenge. To reach San Juan town from the marina, you have to cross eight lanes of freeway interspersed with three Bailey bridges and the construction team building their replacements. This is our lesson in futuristic history. Yes, I know, how can you have futuristic history? Well, if you can have such a thing as military intelligence, I rest my case. Once in town, you can experience good coffee, colourful Spanish, a magnificent fort and police who wear bulletproof vests on traffic duty. The old town is brimming with character and sports ancient castles and modern parks, if you can get there safely. Let's leapfrog over now to Romance in Paris. In the heart of the most romantic city in the world, I tried to elope with a man I had known for just ten seconds. The marina, right in the city, allowed us to push bike to the Arc de Triomphe, the Louvre and the Eiffel Tower and so on. As the red traffic light changed to green, I leapt on my saddle and pedalled to beat the pedestrians crossing the road. A small green car came hurtling around the corner through a red light and we gently collided. Somehow I pushed myself away from the wheels. Paris ground to a halt. The eight lanes of traffic stopped to stare at me lying right in the middle. Then he appeared. Tall, 
dark, elegant. He swooped down to my uninjured but shaken body and took my hand. Oh, madame, you are hurt, no? You flew through the air like a ballerina, he said. Oh, my, you have come all this way to my country and this is what we do to you. Come with me, let me help you. I was helped up, my eyes locked into his and my knees became even weaker. As he led me down the road to the safety of I didn't care where, I suddenly felt an elbow in my side. She'll be right, mate. Leave her alone. No, push between us. The fuzzy surrounds suddenly became too clear and my gorgeous saviour faded away into the crowd. Reality was too bright. Noel handed me my bike and said, with not a hint of sympathy, Come on, let's go back to the boat. Let's take a trip now to Washington, D.C. While exploring Washington's gifts of magnificent monuments and museums was thrilling, I remember more vividly the boat I rescued. I was on board alone and heard shrieks. An 18-metre motorboat built like a block of apartments was bearing down on Mariah while we sat sedately on anchor. We are dragging anchor and we don't know how to start the engine, the two women on board screamed. I calmly said they could come alongside if they'd just help me guide their boat. They ignored me. Help me fend off, I shouted. The two chicks on board clucked some more. Help me now, I bellowed. Our bowsprit is going to scratch your... Oh, too late. I managed to safely tie them up with no help. They had produced one fender. With all the clucking, I think they must have laid it. Just as a precaution, I'm just going to start my engine, I said. And with that strange reflex of giggling when in trouble, I was amused to find our batteries had finally died. Without trying to cause alarm, I said to my feathered friends, Uh, just letting you know, if you start dragging me back with you, I'll just have to let you go. Sorry, I have no power. Squawk, squawk, twitter, twitter. We all glanced at the low bridge nearby. Enter the men from the motorboat, returning to the fray in the dinghy. The husbands leapt on board, started their engines and powered forward. Excuse me, I shrieked. Would you mind if I untied you first? They stopped, their eyes clearly focusing down at me through their noses. Ah, did we save you? Great. Where would you like us to take you? My reply was unprintable. I simply untied them and retrieved my fenders. They powered away without a look back or a thank you. Next we'll leap over to Casablanca in Morocco. Safely in Casablanca, we soon learned that traversing the dilapidated jetty takes SAS training. 
Thereafter, the four-kilometre walk through the lonesome industrial port felt ideal for an ambush. In town, vivid Bougainvillea tangled its way through the evil barbed wire. Mercedes and the Hilton mix with hawkers of fake goods. Peanut vendors, load-bearers, beggars, dust and chrome all created a nose-curling hum. Conversely, genial natives emerged in the vibrant nightlife, making the journey worthwhile. The harbour was incredibly sheltered, though anchoring between the shipwrecks was a little hard. Traipsing through the large port, the interior became more and more heavily guarded, and soon we were asked who we were and what on earth were we doing walking through there. The guards, however, got to know us and would stop a worker in his car and demand they take us into town. Our unbidden chauffeurs would accept no payment. And last up, the lovely Cuba. Old Havana bustled around us as we did the bewildered tourist walk. A free bus ride dumped us in the heart of the city with just our wits to find our way. Decaying and refurbished buildings fought for attention and we felt as though we'd stepped back in time as the clot of American classic 1950s cars wrestled for road space. The absorbing tour of the cigar factory inevitably ended in the shop. The aversion to the extravagant prices was clearly etched on our faces and this prompted the cloakroom attendant to offer us a pirate cigar for a few American dollars. Back in the crowded streets, it did not take long to find the bootleg pushers where a box of fine cigars could be acquired at one-fifth of the cost in the shop. I do hope you enjoyed that quick flit around to some capital cities that captured our hearts where we had unique, memorable and wonderful experiences at. Thanks for joining me again today. If you'd like to read this story and see some pictures, head on over to sistershiptraining.com and click on media. I hope you'll be able to join me on the next podcast and see where we end up in the world. I wish you safe sailing.